some good stories come out of Washington, but most come out of communities like yours, far from the capital. Here and Now, Anytime is a podcast that taps into local newsrooms from Maine to San Diego to bring you stories that matter. Get closer to your community and find common ground with people around the world on Here and Now, Anytime from NPR and WBUR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. A blockbuster result in the defamation lawsuit pressed against former President Donald Trump by E. Jean Carroll, a federal jury has ordered Trump to pay $83.3 million in damages to Carroll for ruining her credibility as an advice columnist when he called her a liar after she accused him of sexual assault. Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, says this is not the end of it. We will immediately appeal. We will set aside that ridiculous jury. And I just want to remind you all of one thing. I will continue with President Trump to fight for everybody's First Amendment right to speak. Shortly after the verdict was announced, Trump declared on social media, quote, absolutely ridiculous. Our legal system is out of control. This is one of several court cases involving Trump. The president of South Africa says his government has been vindicated after an international court ruled it has a plausible case against Israel under the Genocide Convention. Kate Bartlett reports the government says it now expects Israel to abide by the ruling. South African President Cyril Ramaphosa lauded a landmark ruling by the International Court of Justice. While it fell short of ordering a ceasefire, It did issue interim measures ordering Israel to do everything in its power to avoid killing Palestinians and ensure humanitarian access. We as South Africans will not be passive bystanders and watch the crimes that were visited upon us being perpetrated upon other people elsewhere. Since the administration of former President Nelson Mandela, South Africa has long supported the Palestinian cause, saying it sees echoes of apartheid in the situation between the Israelis and Palestinians. For NPR News, I'm Kate Bartlett in Johannesburg. The involuntary manslaughter trial of Jennifer Crumbly continued today in a Michigan courtroom. She faces four counts, one for each person her teenage son killed in a 2021 shooting at Oxford High School. Alex McLennan from member station WDET has the latest. Evidence shows Ethan Crumbly shared concerns about his mental health with his parents, including hallucinations. But messages between his parents show them downplaying it, with Jennifer Crumbly sometimes waiting days before her next message to her son. Edward Wagrowski, a computer forensics expert who worked on the shooting investigation, read text messages Ethan Crumbly sent to a friend detailing his mental struggle. He then says, like, it's at the point that I'm asking to go to the doctor. Then he says, my mom laughed when I told her. Jennifer Crumbly's trial continues Monday. Her husband, James Crumbly, will stand trial on identical charges in March. For NPR News, I'm Alex McLennan in Detroit. The Dow was up 60 today. The S&P lost three points. This is NPR. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to return to his desk at the Pentagon Monday after an extended medical absence. Austin has been recovering from complications of prostate surgery. 
the Obie Awards, a venerable off-Broadway institution, is moving away from its traditional live ceremony and embarking on a TV awards special. Jeff London has details. The Obie Awards were always a fun and funky affair. Unlike most theater awards, there were no specific categories, and the awards were not traditionally televised. But the American Theater Wing, which now handles the Obies, are changing how the awards are handed out. They'll be given as part of a TV special on a local New York cable news channel this Saturday. And winners will get cash grants between $1,000 and $5,000. The Wing's president says the change reflects, quote, the off and off-off Broadway movements, which is to continuously evolve and meet the moment. Productions have yet to reach pre-pandemic levels. For NPR News, I'm Jeff London in New York. Grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 jetliners are beginning to resume flight. The Federal Aviation Administration had grounded them earlier this month after one of them suffered a mid-flight panel blowout. The FAA says they're considered safe as long as airlines follow new federally prescribed inspection procedures. Alaska Airlines has the jets back in the air. United says it will get them back in the air starting Sunday. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington.